Welcome to the MMA Lunch Break. We are a group of guys that work together, and we always talked about MMA on our lunch break. Now we sit awkwardly silent at lunch and talk about MMA here on this podcast. It doesn't matter how much you know or don't know about the sport. This podcast is for people who don't know anyone else that follows MMA. You've got no one to talk to. You're lonely. Well, you're not alone. There's us. There's Tim. There's Elijah. And there's me, John. And we are the MMA Lunch Break. Whoa, hey everyone. Episode 5, it's been a couple weeks. Some people were out on vacation. Some people weren't out on vacation and wish that other people were not on vacation. But uh, episode 5, we uh, break down UFC 229, Khabib versus McGregor. We talk a little Bellator um, because they had a card that was worth it. Um, yeah, all around great podcast. Super excited for this card. And now, broadcasting from the Lucha Lounge Studios, this is the MMA Lunch Break. We're off. And in true to form, as the intro states, yeah. we literally try to not talk about this at work. And we were just talking before we started how impossible it's been. And all of us have been spilling our incredibly valuable beans <laughs> prior, prior, prior to the podcast. To the actual podcast. podcast. Yeah. I mean, even right here, set, setting up the microphones. Okay, for, it's really only a spoiler for us because we're the only yeah. people yeah. listening. But how dare you, how our dare friend I. in Poland? You're right. That I'm was actually me my whole from opinion Poland. on everything that we talked about before, yeah. just so to keep it fresh for you guys. Yeah. Okay. All right. So UFC 229, Khabib Woo! Nurmagomedov versus Conor McGregor. The day is here. Well, the day is here. Man, this is the like. Come out of the come out of the darkness and declare your fandom for UFC. Seriously, like now, yeah. this is when everyone's a fan. Yep. Yeah, this is the only reason is Conor McGregor. People so, that don't know UFC know Conor McGregor, and my buddy, my buddy is buying the pay per view. My my like my like closeted uh, UFC mm-hmm. f- uh, fan friend mm-hmm. who only texts me when random stuff happens, and that's how I gauge right. <laughs> whether people are paying yeah, attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is buying the fight. Yeah. And is like, come on over, like I'm buying the fight. I was like, what? My little sister out in California, my baby sister, was like, Are you gonna watch Khabib versus Connor? And I was like, Since when are you an MMA? I mean, like, I take her to watch fight fights and stuff like that. How but old, even oh, she's wait, how like, old? She's like twenty. Oh. Two. Hmm. You were you were saying baby, like she's always a baby to <laughs> yeah. me. Anyways. And for everybody keeping track, I did cancel the English beat tickets. Is he so watching I, the fight? Oh. I will be. Yeah. So, Bill, uh, he's coming over. We're going to watch the fight together. So, nice. Yeah. You'll, you'll meet gonna, him if you're going to be there. I'm going to arm wrestle him. You can. Yeah, I'm sure he's up for that. I'm sure. Hardcore, hardcore probably fans. probably make you feel his bicep. <laughs> anyway. I want Hardcore him. MMA lunch break fans will know that <laughs> reference from last episode. <laughs> English <laughs> beat. Uh, okay. Should we run down this card real fast from the top and then uh, start from the bottom, or what do you want to do? I don't know. What were you going to open with? You were talking about Borg. Oh, so yeah. So this is a uh, this is kind of related because it's kind of Connor re- related. Um, Connor threw a Connor threw a dolly into the window of a bus. That if, if you've been living under a rock, yeah, then yeah, you're he, a clown. <laughs> he threw a he threw a dolly through the window of a bus. Full of UFC fighters. One of the UFC fighters that was hurt was uh, his name is Ray Borg, the Taz Mexican Devil. 
Wait, should we back it even further? So, if you don't know, the Conor Khabib feud stems from Conor McGregor's teammate Artem Lobov, who is from the same place as Khabib, like Russia, Dagestan, that mm-hmm. whole region. The Russian uh, hammer had a fight. Conor did not have a fight. Artem had a fight, and Khabib and his people sort of surrounded Artem in the lobby of a hotel. Words were exchanged. Apparently, Conor McGregor got wind of what exactly was said, storms the 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 arena, the finds, the loading, yeah, dock. finds the, loading the dock, finds the bus, yeah. yeah, that Khabib is on, and throws a dolly through the window, injuring several people. Several yeah. people. One of them was Ray Borg, um, the Taz Mexican Devil. Yeah. Anyways, it affected that card. Yeah. I mean, no, people no, he, didn't fight. He had to get pulled from the card because he, he his eyeball got all yeah. Shredded. Yeah, he got like and fragments Kiesa of glass in his eyeballs. Yeah, Kiesa got, got hit in the head well. and gentleman. busted up. Yeah, and um, actually, Kiesa is suing Connor for that. But um, Ray Borg... As he should. Yeah. Ray Borg's son is uh, really, really sick. Um, I forget exactly what he has, but it's like a serious... like it's mm. a, He's like a baby, and it's like the, the medical expenses are way too much for him. So he started selling these you know, T-shirts to raise funds to pay for his kids' medical bills. Ugh. And it's, like, so sad. It's, like, a broke fighter. I mean, this guy, he's yeah. not fighting now, so he's not making any money, you know. <laughs> but then um, I was watching Rogan the other day, and Brendan Schaub was on there. And Brendan Schaub was, like, I've been DMing him. And on air, they showed the picture of the T-shirts, and then Brendan Schaub, like, started, like, tearing up and he's like dude i'll pay for your son's medical bills just just get at me and then joe rogan's like how much are they and he's like i don't care how much it is i'm fucking rich now and then so he offered to pay for all of the medical bills and that's wow and like people give so much hate to to brendan for being such a meathead and you know but um man he's like the the gentle giant I like that. That's awesome. Well, like like with with personalities like that too. I give the I give talking head types or podcasting types so much of a break because, like, we do this once every other week. Can you imagine this being your full time job? All the stuff you say on a daily basis being recorded forever. You can't help but say some dumb shit sometimes. And like, I I feel like guys like that. You should call them on bad stuff that they say, but, like, yeah. people should have short memories, yeah. I feel like, shorter memories. I mean, yeah. like, think of all the dumb stuff that we say. Yeah, and we're, we're, and we're talking, like, for an hour. Can you yeah. imagine if every word that we said for eight hours a day? I've got a couple people in my life that call me on all my bullshit, so. Well. Yeah, I know what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just knee-bar them. <laughs> just knee sh- twister them up. Say that to my face. Yes, yeah, say it again. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I thought that was like a real heartwarming MMA story. That's cool. Um, Brendan Schaub, man, he knocked out Mirko Krokop. We forget about that. And that so w- I, I like listening to his commentary. I, I listened to that's one of the shows that I listen to just because I, I like the I like the fighter's perspective. Yep. You know, yeah. I mean, yep. there's just a lot of things about the game and about the industry that you just don't understand about what uh, these these. Uh, not employees, but these these people, these professionals mm-hmm. have to go through on the on the side of the fights that you don't see. Yeah, you know? can, can you imagine though? Ray Borg was fighting for a championship. He was a yeah. title contender. Yeah, can't pay for like 
And I mean, granted, it might just be that kind of surgery, though, that like would put anybody into that yeah. kind of situation. But a guy who's nearly the champion or close, you know, in that stratosphere, not being able to pay for right for a four billion dollar company, that's crazy. It's sad. That is crazy. But yeah, but um, I mean, is what it is. That's nah. why so many guys are going to Bellator. Yeah. Maybe another argument for more weight classes, more yeah, guys, maybe. more people get paid, more. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking segue. of a 165 pound division. Yeah. Do you see all that? The Nate Diaz, Dustin Poirier. Uh, Nate Diaz and Dustin Poirier are going to fight at 165, but apparently. Not that, for a belt. Yeah, it's not for a belt. I, is the fight actually happening? But but backing up just a little bit, I love what they did. Yes. They started that, yeah. right? Yeah. They're the ones that floated that. And, but, uh, but it was like, if they are fighting, it's not the headliner. The yeah. UFC was basically like, big middle finger to you guys for coming up with that. We're not head, you're not headlining that well, card. Well, like, and Valentina Shevchenko is, is fighting some nobody for interim for a belt that she's just gonna. Joe Rogan doesn't ridiculous. even know who that lady is. They should is. just hand it, they should just mail it to her so she doesn't have to show up. And so she doesn't have to hurt that poor, yeah. poor lady Whoever. she's gonna fight. That poor lady. Was in the same tough as uh, Nico Montano. Montano. Well, they're all getting yeah. smashed. Yeah, they're right. all, either way. They're all gonna catch those. Um, yep, fists. <laughs> my gosh, dude. But um, yeah, uh, they're keeping the headline open because I think they're gonna make John Jones Gustafson happen, and they're gonna announce really? it this Saturday. I. But so I, I think that's they're the holding so it the, something for this. The Saturday. genesis of that situation though was Nate Diaz and Dustin Poirier. We're just bantering back and forth, saying that it was agreed on, right? That they were going right. to fight in a new division, a 165 pound division, and they were going to fight for the championship. But the UFC and then Dana was like, had no part nah, of that, nah. and and so almost to punish them was like, and this isn't, isn't even going to be the headliner, even though it's everyone's it's worth favorite it. fight. Yeah, it's everyone's yeah. favorite fight. Man. But and although then, and Jones Gustafs- Gustafson is uh, that that's the best that's worth fight. it. Yeah, that's. Yeah. If that's really what you happens. You actually thought that if Gustafson and Jones fought again, that Gustafson would beat John Jones. I do not think that anymore. I do. Only because John was coked out of his mind and on a 12-hour bender mm-hmm. prior to that fight. Uh, at least that's what he said. Mm-hmm. And now we've got massive Uber John Jones. Who's been... Microcycling steroids with the Gat Boys, <laughs> yeah. Gat Supplement Boys, and it is go time. <laughs> that dude has been so you don't. There's no ring rust in your mind for that. He's been out for quite a long maybe time. For, maybe for a round. Maybe for two rounds. What if what if the OSP G, uh, OSP John Jones shows up? Remember that fight back? Yeah, the Ovens. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's what I, sticks in my head yeah. is that he needed that warm up fight. He needed that one. But and he's saw, gone out. How much time was that that he was missing prior to that one? That was what two years ago. Yeah. Longer, I think how it was longer. Was it? it was longer than this. Um, I think so. Layoff. But if you think about it, like think about, you know, for a different guy, we saw GSP come in and look sharper than ever. And I feel like he knows that now, so he'll probably get the hard sparring in beforehand. Right. And I mean, I don't know. Gus Gus has looked money though. He's yeah. looked really Dude, good. And, remember and, that? And then whoever wins that could potentially Fight be. DC. DC's last fight, yeah. but did you see? Did, but but no, no, did no. you see DC Ever. was Ever. DC was pissed and thinks that the UFC is going to strip him. 
said the oh, UFC. No, no, they're going. Stripping. No, no, they, they're, they're going to. They're going to. So strip that's going to be for an interim. Yeah. Then. Yes, and then DC comes in, hopefully takes it, and then retires. Yeah. He is retiring at forty. Next year is his forty. But year. he has to defend the heavyweight belt. He's going to fight Brock Lesnar. Oh. And then he's going to fight the winner of John Jones Gustafson, and then he cashes in and he. Do leaves. I want to see DC versus I mean, Brock Lesnar? I'm, I'm not. These aren't confirmed facts, but I I'm listening to DC yeah. telling yeah. me this. That yeah, is right. also what I heard. Uh, okay. DC, Brock Lesnar. How does that go down? First of all, it's going to require at least six to seven <laughs> months for him, for Brock Lesnar to cycle off his steroids. Yeah. Well, Brock Lesnar is still wrestling for the WWE. Yeah. We, because uh, like when I, when I was watching him in WWE, we we're like, okay, he's going to drop the title at SummerSlam to Roman Reigns, and this we just went a whole different direction. You guys just got to peek into Elijah. <laughs> yeah. but Yeah, it's all going over my head at this yeah. point. Well, he was supposed to drop the... Because he's the Universal Champion, which is their signature championship. He was supposed to drop it to another guy, leave, and go to the UFC. What is this sport you're talking about? It's sports entertainment, <laughs> of which I am... Professional con- wrestling. Okay, yes. Professional wrestling. It's not amateur and wrestling. And if you want to no. learn more it's about... Professional wrestling you should tune into the lucha lounge podcast what 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 is that the plug lucha, yourself the lucha lounge podcast i just talked to a bunch of random people oh you want to drop that now should we drop that now yeah we should because i'm not going to be able to not drop it eventually okay so. so uh thanks to rich from rich grills i got in contact with Shayna dobson aka danger dobson she's a ufc flyweight 125. She fought in tough the season with uh, Alvarez and Gaethje. Yeah. She's coming on the podcast next month. She's got hands. November 10th. Yeah. I remember that about her. November 10th. Yeah. She knocked out Ariel Beck with two perfect right hands. And I was like, yeah. So I I know you. That's going to be great. No big deal. It's whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Anyways. That'd be cool. Back to this. Uh, DC Brock Lesnar, how does that go? I think DC just beats him up. Yeah, really? Yeah, yep. yeah, really. Brock hates getting punched in the face That's like m- more than any other heavyweight. I think that style matches up great for DC. Totally. DC likes to rush in, overhand, overhand, take your legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back out, inside, overhand, overhand, take your legs. Like I think that just that, and, and Brock, that style it doesn't work for Brock, Brock. Only wins by overwhelming people. With his physicality. Within the yeah. first round. with Because yeah. he doesn't have right. that pressure any other time. Right. Well, and, he did and DC's take... wrestling isn't... Like, come on. If you're going to wrestle-wrestle him, not MMA wrestle, if you're going to wrestle-wrestle him, you're, you're not going to win. Yeah, yeah you're, you're you will winning. never win. Well, Brock Lesnar was also a great wrestler. Yeah, but not an Olympian. Yeah. Not it's also yes. true. Right, exactly. And, and he it, hasn't been I doing don't know, it. Because yeah, and what do we say? There's forever. always... There's levels. There's levels. There DC's an Olympian. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he well, I mean, remember when we watched the Mark Hunt, the Brock Lesnar Mark Hunt fight? Yeah. Everybody was like, Mark Hunt's just going to knock him out. And that didn't go his way. Well, it's, I, I mean, some people said yeah. he's going to knock him out. I think other people are like, if this goes to the ground, he's it's screwed. Over. Yep. And that's what happened. And that's what uh, that's the difference between the two is yeah, that right. DC it will be superior on the on ground. The everywhere. He'll be superior everywhere. Agreed. Except for uh, body wise. Yeah, yeah, but 
But but even if it goes to the ground in like rocks, if there's a pose down, you're saying if there's <laughs> a pose down, he's not going to win. Tattoo, I agree. Tattoo wise, tattoo down. <laughs> tattoo wise, DC loses. Yeah, good Agreed. point. Yeah, I make all the good points here. You all okay. right, <laughs> we're like real far in. Yeah, and haven't even talked about. Okay, why here we're we here. go. Here it's we all go. Right. All right, let's uh, from the top, from yeah. the top, and then we'll work our way from the bottom. Is okay, that, is that okay? Yeah, let's do sure. It. Uh, Khabib versus Connor, just just some fight. Um, <laughs> Tony Ferguson versus Anthony Pettis. Also, I'm excited. That's a great fight. OSP, that which is a uh, uh, John Edgington's favorite fighter. Oh, you just made that up. Crew. That is not my favorite. Versus fighter. <laughs> Dominic Reyes, who I don't really know. I that think that's much actually about. one of his fr- his uh, fighters. Right. Derek Lewis versus Alexander Volkov is a great fight. This is this is uh, probably a title eliminator. This one. You're right. Yeah, probably winner. Will fight. And this is a redemption fight for Derek Lewis, yep. who had a horrible showing against Ngannou, yeah. uh, where they just danced. The two big, powerful, yep. dangerous men did nothing yeah. in the nothing. fight. Like but They I were put, both scared of each I other. I put that more on Ngannou. Ngannou. Yeah. Why? Uh, Derek Lewis did push the action. Well, he hurt his fight. back, too. Remember, yeah. he had injured himself and didn't have the ability to right. really wrestle and this uh, one, Derek Lewis. But I'm I think about. this is the one where uh, it's like, Whoever wins this is sitting there right with, um, right with uh, Stipe, right, mm. sort of in line for whatever the hell happens. Because maybe they fight and DC retires. Now, now Derek Lewis or Volkov fights Stipe for the interim belt or right, whatever right. the thing is. But I think this is the one that that sets the pecking order. Yeah, uh, and then the sleeper. This is my sleeper fight right here: Michelle Waterson and Felice Herrick. I don't know if that's a sleeper. If you, if you watch, sleeper. If you watch the <laughs> UFC, you know exactly who both of them are. Yep. Man, these girls come to scrap. Yeah. Yep. And it's going to be a great fight. Uh, Anthony Pettis' little brother, Sergio Pettis. So again. the Michelle Waterson, the Felice Herrig, that is the first, first fight, fight on the, on the main, main card. card. Yes. So and, we're and now remember, talking about the But remember, under- we talked about that, too. That first fight on the That's main card, you want, they you always, want, a, you you want, want action. action. Yeah, action. Yep. They're, she's going to push the... They're, they're just going to... They're just gonna strike. And it then out. the headliner of the prelims is the uh, Sergio, Sergio Pettis versus that's a Hussier Formiga. Yeah, yeah, that's a dope fight too. Yeah. I, I've and I, you guys have heard me talk about this too. I feel like Sergio Pettis is a future star. Mm. He's only like twenty-one years old. Yep. He looks like he's got all of the tools, mm-hmm. and he took that L. Ah, I forget who he lost to. I remember that it looked like he was on a meteoric rise to fight Demetrius. Yep. Kind of thing, but he took an L in there, which is probably a good thing for him. But to me, he's that guy. It's like a couple more fights, even if he loses, it's like he, he just looks like he's a he's the next wave. He lost and to this is uh, Joseph Benavides. No, Benavid- no, 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 no. He won that one. Oh, he lost to Henry Cejudo. That's what it was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he beat uh, Joseph Benavides. And then now, now this is this the fight. next fight, Who's and this is Anthony Pettis's uh, little brother, little brother, yeah. who, when I hear other people describe, is maybe more well-rounded than his older yeah. brother. Like his his ground game, which you know we'll get to that, but seem that seems to be a lot better than his brother, who's uh, is a little suspect. Yeah. Um, uh, before that, v- Vicente Luque versus Jalen versus Dark Silhouette. 
This guy is so good that they didn't even want to put his picture on the website. Did they plug that in late, maybe? Is that a late? No, dude, they didn't unlock this character yet in yeah. the game, so that's <laughs> yeah. why he's, he's dark like that. In Tekken, you yeah. got to play all the way through. <laughs> yeah. You got to unlock him, so I don't know anything about that. Just Once you win mash. these fights, actually, Ooh! you unlock You got to button mash with Eddie Gordo to unlock Huarang. Dude, zombie mom Tanya Evinger is fighting. Yeah. Is that her real name? Zom- or no. like her real nickname? No, no, no. I'm, uh, you just made that up? No, 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 I didn't make it up. Brendan Schaub made it up. Oh. That zombie mom, she fought a cyborg. What? Huh. Isn't that her, T- Tanya Avenger? And she got, she was the one that was holding the belt? And they fought for the belt? No, she wasn't holding the belt. They vacated it. You know because what's it, missing on this podcast? Oh, I'm sorry. The, the Elijah's fa- computer. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> go get it. it is... We are going to be. Oh no! Hold on. We're going to be deficient on facts. Uh, I'm, go- I'm, I'm googling it. Right <laughs> okay. Now. Well, anyway, I don't know anybody else beyond this. Yeah, Once yeah. you get down to the. So this lower is what parts. happened. So the featherweight title, the girl from Invicta was supposed to come over and fight Cyborg. She she backed out. She ran away, and then Tanya Evinger, aka Zombie Mom, jumped in and fought Chris Cyborg and got smashed. Mm. And now she's fighting another dark silhouette, Aspen Lad. Um, and honestly, oh wait, wait, I don't know Scott Holtzman or Alan Patrick, but Lena Lonsberg and Yana Yana Kunitskaya is a good fight too. And then, dude, Gray Maynard and Nick Lentz are fighting. Yeah, what? that's a that's yeah, a Gray cool... Maynard. I haven't seen for a while, but I, I like. He's him. a coach now. He he's like someone's coach, I think. I bet. Is he? Yeah, or, he, has, he or am has. I thinking? I might be thinking of somebody else. But yes, but those two. Man. Yeah, but those two guys are both like that. Might be a really good fight, sneaky good fight. I think those the the last three are on the the early early prelims. Mm-hmm. But I mean, is there anything of note that we need to talk about in the the prelims or the early prelims? Um, well, yeah, prelims. I think so. I the the very first fight that Ryan Lafleur. Mm-hmm. Tony Martin fight that starts off the early prelim. I'm pretty sure that Tony Martin guy has like eight subs in his last ten fights. I think he's like a jitsu specialist man, which might be kind of interesting. I think they're doing like a like a, a striker matchup. versus. And I think Lafleur's in his 30s, so I think Lafleur's sort of towards the end. And, right. Um, I think that's an interesting style one. I mean. We just said it, but Gray Maynard, Nick Lentz is a cool fight. Yeah, that's a fight I'll, those are I'll old, enjoy. Those are both old school. Yeah, WEC days, Gray yeah. Maynard was one of my favorites. Because yeah. there weren't a lot of guys that were just like down to th- throw like that. Yeah. There was a couple dudes like, um, what was that guy? Uh, Hispanic dude who was champ for forever. He was like the long reigning champ oh, at the Miguel WEC. Miguel Torres. Miguel Torres. Mm. With the mullet. Yeah, yeah, was the man, mm-hmm. and then I and then I remember being like, Gray Maynard was like kind of also my mm-hmm. guy. Um, remember, Anthony Pettis was like kind of the man. Ben oh, right, Henderson, right. like, but Gray Maynard was in with in all those same, names. Uh, Gray Maynard had that incredible era. fight with uh, with uh, Nick Diaz, uh, Nate Diaz, and he Gray also, Maynard did, yeah. Oh, and, and also oh. Frankie Edgar. Yeah, you're and right. And he had wars with oh, Frankie Edgar twice. Oh, I remember Edgar the twice. Frankie Edgar fight, yeah. Oh, did they fight three times? Did they do a trilogy? Did they? I don't know. I don't know. But then Nick Lentz is a guy who's just I don't know without your computer with here, Elijah. I don't know. You have an iPad. You should be looking this up, too. I won't talk at all if I'm looking stuff up on the iPad. 
<laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um, this is real bad. Oh, either way. Yeah. Um, yeah. They fought twice. Oh, no, no. They, they fought three times. And I remember Frankie won twice. Anyway, it's, it, it's good to see him on the card. I, yeah. I really like watching him. He's a very exciting fighter. We will not be bored during that fight, no, for no. sure. Nick Lentz um, is a banger, too. The other... Uh, I, I don't know really Holtzman and Alan Patrick, but Alan Patrick did a backflip at weigh-ins, uh, <laughs> which okay. I saw on social media, which was cool. Um, That's cool. The Evinger-Aspen Ladd fight... Aspen Ladd, I think there was a lot of hype on her when she came in from Invicta. She's got that undefeated record, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure she missed weight a couple times like we were supposed twice. to have seen her yeah, fight uh, she did oh. she missed it twice is that although right? she's coming in at a good weight right now i heard i, I listened to her uh, last night oh really yeah she did miss weight twice um I, i'm trying to remember if she gave us a reason it, it doesn't matter but she was she realizes that she realizes that this is a it. make or break here and so what she's done is she's actually brought in an entire nutritionist and somebody prof- where she wasn't doing that before she was waiting too long to start employing that and yeah. in both times she did not well, i uh, feel like i feel like the ufc building the the performance institute now i feel like i feel like that should start being a thing of the past that yeah. like yeah with all the technology or just diagnostic stuff the more you listen to this health stuff the the more and more dangerous it sounds like right cutting weight is so almost just the fear of it alone i would imagine the more we learn on a science side more people would stream into a place like that just to know like yeah am i gonna kill myself with this weight cut or like what what is the reality of what i'm doing and here? something else i heard about weight cutting just this week and i didn't know that either but the more you do it the harder it is to do yeah. your body pushes back on it yeah. and, and you'll and what she said was that second uh the second time she was cutting weight that she hit a plateau and the weight just wouldn't drop off anymore. Mm. Even though they were continuing to do it, the doctor came in and said, "No, you you can't. Otherwise, you're gonna you're gonna do some damage to yourself." Yeah. So she had to stop. Was just listening to something, and it's and it's actually a survival self defense mechanism that when you starve yourself like that, you go on these extreme diets. When you bounce back and you start eating calories again, your body starts grabbing it and saving it and storing it because it's scared of that famine coming again. Right. So you. You fundamentally undo like natural processes in your body when you do this. When you do that, so you see guys later in their career, metabolism starts slowing down, and their body is Mm. fundamentally changed. Fighting any kind of uh, food restriction. Yeah. Yeah. Can you you imagine putting your body in a position where it's scared it's going to die, so it starts changing things to avoid that? Right. These guys are doing it constantly. And then not, it's not like you're just going and just looking shredded. You have to go fight the next day. You have to get punched right. in the head. You have to get punched and kicked in the head. Right. And I, I think the the recovery between two, I think they spaced it out now a little bit more. Mm. I mean, they're, they're trying to make that a, an easier thing That's for people crazy. as well. Hopefully, but because... When is weigh-ins? When, when do they have weigh-ins? We'll know. They tomorrow. have... Um, tomorrow, right? Tomorrow's Friday. It's, it's, it's in early. The they do it early, right? And then they have the pretend one in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. The so fr- we'll, 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 sure see, we'll see the wash of all sure. of that. Right. Yeah, but uh, Tanya Evinger, say what you want to say about Zombie Mom, but she she pushes forward and she was taking shots from Chris Cyborg in that last fight. So she she's game. So that's who you're gonna go with. Wait, so <laughs> that's at one thirty five though. Yeah. So did she fight up? Did she fight up at forty five? What do you for think? Cyborg? Cyborg is a bantamweight champ. 
35 champ? Yeah. Who's 45 champ? There's no women's 45. Who did we just see fight it? We just saw someone fight at 45. No, dude. I think we're going to. No women fight at 45. Oh, you know who I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of um, the judoka we were talking about last time, Michaela. Oh, uh, Mackenzie Dern. No, no, no. Oh. No, no, no. Michaela Harris, the Olympian who won gold who won oh, gold in Rio. Well, they're going to set up a division for her if, if she comes in with She's fighting clout. at 45 and destroying people in some other promotion, I think. Oh. Uh-huh. And she, oh, that's what it was because we were talking about weight cutting and she does not, she refuses to cut weight, to like cut any more weight because she's like, I'm supposed to drain myself of liquid and then get punched in the head where my brain gets jostled around in liquid. Like I'm going to deplete that. Right. And so she won't, she won't cut. So she fights at 45 because she walks around at like, well, she's going to either have to cut 10 pounds or find a place where they have 145. But that's a very succinct point. To be, I mean, that is the only point. Is yeah. That's why it's so dangerous. It's crazy. Know? Anyway, um, um, I mean, Lena Lonsberg and Yana Kunitskaya is is an intriguing fight, but I mean, whatever. Can we just get to the people? Okay, I know? okay, here we, we go. No, no. Okay, let's so, get. Wait, let's I did get... want to call it one thing. Okay, yeah. Vincent, uh, Vincente Luque and yeah. Jalen Turner. Jalen yeah. Turner is a contender series guy. Which oh, is cool. Okay, oh, cool. Okay. Which is cool. So he's on yeah. a big card. Like that's cool. Like the hammer guy. Is, yeah. The hammer tattoo guy. Yeah. I like cool. that. Um, That's going to be exciting, of course, right? This guy's fighting for his first opportunity. Yeah. Yep. He's just going to swing for so, it. So, yeah, if you want one to sort of watch out for, if you like watching people get their heads punched off. Which, probably I'm sure you do like if that. you're yeah. listening yeah. to this. Probably look we at that We all fight. have a little bit of just bleed in us. We really do. Yeah, a little or, bit. Or else we wouldn't be watching. Uh, speaking of that, before we get into the prelims, Bellator had a great card this past weekend. Yeah. And that, um, that, uh, uh, Gegard Musasi. Well, that was just a beating. Rory McDonald. Dude, yeah. he was so Beat much down. bigger. But the Rampage Vanderlei fight. Yeah. That was, I, so I watched it. Yeah. That was a good fight. I saw man. the highlights. It's like two lions jumping in and just old school MMA. Two fat ass lions, yeah. man. Both of them look say, like man. the oldest, fattest yeah. versions of themselves it's, I have it, ever it was, seen. It was dope. It was. It is pride. hard for me to watch. Vandalay, I have always like remembered that. as this shredded, yeah, just fear, fearless dude. He is not on steroids anymore. I, yeah, it shows. Yeah, get back on. <laughs> yeah, get back on steroids. I mean, but, shoot. Uh, yeah, and then of course they want another one, right? Yeah, they, because they, two to two. Two to two. Yeah, dude, said. they gotta fight at light heavyweight because honestly, at heavyweight he was uh, Rampage was thirty pounds heavier. Heavier, yeah. But a lot of great, like Aaron Pico looked great. Ooh, Aaron yeah. Pico is the truth. Bunch of other guys at Bellator, man. They're yeah. they're stepping up their game. And I didn't realize that Rory. I know that was such a one sided fight, but I didn't realize he was fighting up. Not only is he fighting up. But he's going to jump right into that welterweight tournament at yeah. 170 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is he going to do that? He got his belt face smashed in. Belt on the line. His, his, his belt. His belt. And if he loses, it's not like he's the boss. His it, face is needs to heal. Yeah. How is he going to jump into that tournament? I, I, maybe and with they, the amount of scar tissue that? that that dude's got going yeah. on on his face. Like, Remember, he took a year off to heal his nose in preparation for the gay guard fight. Right. When he signed to Bellator, they were like, hey, take all the time you need. Heal your nose because his face got shattered by, uh, what's his name? A couple times. Robbie Robbie Lawler. And so he took a year off to heal. And then you see it in the fight. He gets hit in the nose and he immediately covers up like like any of us would. 
Um, yeah, I think his nose is shattered again. And so either they're going to put his fight, delay the his end. fight to yeah, the end later. of the tournament, yeah. or he's they're going to have to... And Be- Bellator doesn't make itself adhere to weird rules. They'll just do that yeah. if they need to. Yeah. right? Because they, they need to protect their champions. I don't understand why the UFC doesn't protect their champions, but... Yeah, there's Whatever. a lot of things we can talk about the UFC. Yeah. Okay. Why do they but, strip belts? Why the, do they do? There's a lot of things. The that larger they do point that's crazy. though is that the Bellator welterweight division is crazy, it's beastly, and they got yeah. some. They got some good. Fight. Bellator's got some smoke now. Like yeah. they got some. They got some I, heat. I yeah. It's fun. That yeah, that was their first pay per view. No, 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 no. It's oh, not oh, their oh. first pay per view. Oh, okay. So they. <laughs> but it's that first DAZN streaming. I don't know what thing. That is. They put they pushed to a subscription streaming service. Oh, called Days. It's D A Z N. The Zone. And it's does does the Zone. Are you sure it's not Dazen? I'm almost positive. Okay, it's the Zone. But um, yeah, I watched all the highlights and I watched some of the full fights and it was, it was good. High level. High level. You were texting. I remember. High level fights. Um. Okay. Back to the UFC. Uh. Sergio Pettis, Husie Formiga. We were saying it. I think Sergio Pettis is a future champ. He's a little bit older than I thought. He's 25, but to me, he's like... We were talking about this before, too, where some guys just look different in the ring, mm-hmm. and, and they're usually the guys who are younger, who grew up in MMA. They don't have any Muay Thai habits or boxing habits, so their Absolutely, stance yeah. is wider, it's open, it's sort of that more flowy, you know, like think Conor McGregor look to him. Where he he looks like he can switch stances like Garbrandt or not Garbrandt, right. not TJ, Garbrandt, TJ Dillashaw. Dillashaw. Yeah, right. like like he just looks real fluid. He looks dangerous everywhere. I don't know. I just I like this yeah. fight. I, I do think Sergio pulls this out. Yeah, I mean, if he beats Formiga, then that kind of pushes him up the ladder to fight Cejudo again. Is that who? Okay, that's that weight class. Yeah, unless Cejudo. How did that first fight go with Cejudo? Was it a? He got trampled. No, I thought it was no, more no, 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 because he got did he get, he got knocked out, right? Yeah, because everyone was uh, questioning Cejudo's striking, and then he made in the point. fight it was like Olympian striking too now, so that was a big deal. Right, right. Um, but he's huge for that weight. Yeah, Cejudo. he cuts a lot. He, he looked big. Um, and yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens right there. Um, I think I think we're right. Sergio Pettis on that one is yeah. a is a safe one. Um, main card. Let's just do yep. it. Michelle right Watterson, one of my favorite fighters, versus Felice Herrig, another one of my favorite fighters. These well, are girls that are not afraid yeah. to get hit in the head, which is awesome. The only thing that's tough about both of them is that neither of them have that sting mm. to to their shots. Yeah. So they right. they I feel like like we just saw Watterson versus Rose Namajunas. Yeah. Right, like super competitive until it's not. Until it's not. Yeah. 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 And and it and it just seems like on the women's side, if you have power, it's the it's like the ultimate end all be all nullifier. Yeah. yeah. Because right. Because not a lot of people have that one shot power, so they can just sort of like walk through and wear a lot of punches mm-hmm. and and just kind of keep powering through and looking for that shot. Neither of these women see or have shown that they've got that power. Yeah. So. This might just be kind of one of those like mauling, yeah. tough to watch. I, I bet this gets real ugly and real dirty, yeah. and mm. probably a lot of blood comes out of this fight. Yeah, I'm kind of looking at this like, this might be one of those ones that's a little bit tough to watch, yeah. just because yeah. it's just people beating bones against heads for 
three rounds. Yeah, right? I mean, it is. And to to their credit, they are not afraid of it. You, nope. know, you know, some people, they get hit in the head. They jerk back like a Brock Lesnar is not like that. These guys are martial artists. Uh, these no, girls they're game. They are won't both quit. martial artists. I bet, they're not I bet neither quit. one quit. Somebody's got to um, put man. somebody out or they got to choke them out. Whoever wins here. What? Mm, actually, no. Yeah. I don't think that's going anywhere. Yeah, that's not going anywhere. Because the other girl that's really popular, Paige Van Zandt, is recovering from surgery. So she's kind of out of it. But it, it it was them three that were like kind of like at that level. Mm-hmm. But Paige Van Zandt knocked out someone with a jumping like switch kick in her last fight. No, that was a couple. That was a couple. Oh, it was ago. a couple of fights. Because she broke her arm in, a, in the yeah. later one or something like yeah. that. But she also got a uh, breast enhancement surgery. But that's that's not relevant here. Come on, man. Different Where'd you read that bleacher report? Uh, no, I follow her Instagram, and she doesn't mention it, but it is quite obvious. <laughs> is it quite obvious? It is. Oh, <laughs> it is obviously obvious. I'm up. I'm just. That's just facts. <laughs> well, just it doesn't reporting. sound just like facts. facts but just that's a reporter. Facts. Yeah, it's just facts. <clears throat> okay. Well, Anyways, I, I think in this fight, I think Michelle Waterson is going to pull this out. I just think she's better on the ground. Yes, and I think that's, that's going to be I'm the saying. difference. Um, I also think that Felice is a little bit too conventional. Waterson is a little less predictable. She's a little bit more wild. wild I think man. it's going to be harder for uh, for Felice to to get the distance and wrap her head around what's happening. I, th- I think it's going to be easier for Waterson to see Felice, who's much more traditional, holding a traditional stance, always mm-hmm. looking for you know, a position, whereas I think Waterson will play a much yeah. more sloppy game. And, I think and Waterson's more skilled everywhere. But if we're talking about this being a grindy, maybe ugly fight, that's Felice Herrig's mm. thing. Yeah. That's how she wins is just so grinding it grinding. out. Hey, taking a beating and giving one. Also, Michelle Waterson comes from Jackson Wink, who is falling apart, falling <laughs> apart in that puppy mill. Ugh. Oh jeez. Ugh. Somebody's gonna write us one day. Be like, <laughs> yeah. I heard about these guys. Okay. Yeah. They're gonna show up. Yeah. Like, Damn it. Okay. Derek Lewis. Wait. Should we? Does it? I'll pick Herrig, but I'm not gonna dig in. Yeah. Okay. I I, I, I definitely Watterson. think Waterson for sure. Yeah. I'll go Waterson. Right. Just mental note. Uh, heavyweight showdown, title mm. contendership, or not title contendership, like title eliminator, like probably, you probably. Yes. The winner of this will probably fight Stipe. And the winner of that will fight the winner of Brock DC, I think. I mean yeah. that that story yes. writes itself. And I'm I'm Derek Lewis. Me too. I'm it's Derek only Lewis. if Derek Lewis's back is hundred percent. Or or close. If he can't wrestle this guy, this guy is a stand on the outside, don't let you inside. So if this has to stay on the ground and Derek can't get low and can't shoot and can't can't close that distance to get it. I think he's got a long night ahead of him. I think this guy's going to stay way on the outside, he's, and, and as he's long as he much taller, yeah, but he's, he's like six seven. This but guy. this one, and Derek, is a, an impressive this six fight, three. This fight is perfect for the for the Derek Lewis. My back is hurting. I don't feel great. Get this guy out of here in a minute. Let me just and land just one of these bum, right. I'm just going to bum on. rush this right. tall guy and not even let him get started and just throw hands. And yeah. bet on myself or to maybe, blow the whole gas tank in a minute. But right. like, that's what I would do. And he has a chip on his shoulder from the last fight, from the Ingano fight. Because everyone's saying, oh, everyone's he's like, boring. Oh, he's or, yeah. fat and, you know, tired and whatever. 
Uh, I bet you he comes out with a vengeance. H-Town. I hope so. I'm going Derek Lewis all the way on this one. He has something to prove right here, I think. I'd pick, oh. the, uh, I'd pick Volkov. Oh. I wouldn't dig in on it, as oh. you're saying. Yeah. But I just, I like the feeling of rooting for him in that. I don't know why I do. I just think Derek Lewis is, I'm, I'm worried about his health. His back. I don't, if the back isn't there, I don't, I don't think he's well, got Well, that Ngannou fight was a while back. So, yeah. Hopefully he's Hopefully got he's had the, the time to do it. Yeah, it's true though. But but, if you, but he's been struggling with this, not yeah. just in that. It was fight. in the this Mark Hunt fight. This is a career struggle mm-hmm. that he's. Everyone's like, with. "Oh, you're tired. Oh, you're tired in the Mark Hunt fight." And he was like, uh, "I was not. I could not walk because right. my back was so crazy." Why do guys? I mean, I guess it's it's their job. It's obligation and money. Why do they push through it? You mean? Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. What are you gonna do? You got to. But like, everybody fights hurt. They say yeah, everybody's well, fighting that's hurt. That's true. But I mean, you're fighting Mark Hunt, the guy that will. But like, like so, so or you don't get your paycheck. Yeah, and that's. But I've like I've dealt with some structural back stuff, and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of woo woo, and there's a lot of bad advice around back stuff, cupping, all kinds of specifically. I've done, but but like I've done all of that bullshit on cupping. I've done all of that chiropractor. I call bullshit on that too. I've done all of it. I've done all of it. Yep. And and. Some things work and some things don't, but you don't know how much of it is just in your head, in your right. head or not. But like, if you're getting or real results, relief, yeah. or yeah. So like, if you're talking about moving about your day, working out, going to your normal nine to five, and everything, like I'm in a good place. But who knows what it's like when you're in an octagon? When you're training every day, if pushing you've got your body trying every to day, pull your head off of your shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Every, and you know, just the training part of it to yeah. get to theirs, and and uh, and, the, and you're lugging around 260 pounds because yeah, he ain't he's cutting to 265, right? Is he's he? one of those guys? Yeah, that cuts. yeah, he does. Yeah, so he's probably walking around a little under three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so so I, like he probably feels great sometimes, and then he probably gets out there, and it's like one full speed thing, and and then it's probably sciatica. I bet he gets Ooh. all of that stuff if yeah. he's if he can't walk. Like, but, but but you know what? I'm still gonna pick me too. Derek Lewis okay. by knockout in the first round. I'm calling that in the one. first round. In wow. Okay, first. that's a bold it's, statement. Well, no, it's yep. gotta happen in the first round. Agreed. If it's gonna be for Derek Lewis. Agreed. It's gotta happen for him. Um, okay. Next fight is John Edgington's favorite fighter, Ovin St. Prue. Wait, hold on. Time out. Why do you keep saying that? Because it's true. I only speak the truth. On I'm this saying podcast. it basically for the reaction. Wait, but what is that? What is that? Like what? <laughs> it's our new thing we talked about before you got here. No, I don't, I'm just kidding. It, it, I I know it to be true. Therefore, I must say it. So, John Edgington's favorite fighter, OSP versus Dominic Reyes, who comes off of the Contender Series. You were saying? No, no, that no, was no, not this uh, guy. The back. Some the the guy who isn't pictured in this Jalen Turner. I don't know anything so, about Dominic Reyes. I, I know just a little bit about him and a little bit about uh, OSP. Well, we know a lot about OSP. He's been My, around. He has been. I think that uh, I think he's transitioning to like the test fighter in this division. I don't think he's ever going to elevate and become a real contender anymore. This is his size and his athleticism, I think, is what's got him here. But his, I just don't think his skills are sharpening. Yeah, have to and, and I think Reyes is, is going. This is a great opportunity for Reyes to just come in. This is that gatekeeper fight. He's yeah. 
undefeated. He's coming on a three-fight yeah. win streak. He, so you, his last Re- fight. Reyes can be probably two fights away yeah. from a real belt discussion. And Reyes' last fight, he KO'd uh, Jared Cannonier. Mm. a legit name. Right. So th- I think this one is the, like, how ready are you right. kind of fight. Let's see. And, uh, and for the record, my favorite fighter is the Blessed Era. Yeah. <laughs> it is not. It is not Ovin St. Peru. It's OSP. Um, yeah. It's pretty much always the Hawaiian fighters. I just like the Hawaiian fighters. Hilo boys. Max Holloway. And BJ Penn is not is not a Hilo boy. Right. Is Waterson no. uh, from Hawaii? No, she's no. just Asian. Uh, no, she's Who, who's uh, Filipino. from Filipino. Who's from Hawaii? Just recently fought. Max Holloway. No, a uh, female. Uh, Kai, uh, whatever, is a Ruka sport athlete. Um, oh, I thought female. I ah, whatever. Whatever. Don't have the computer. I'm never gonna uh, know. Y- uh, Yancy Medeiros is. It fights with um, Holloway. Huh. Let it pass. Uh, next. Well, with the OSP, he is a vet, so he's got some pop, and he can. He's fought some real. He's fought, he fought John, John Jones. Jones so John, I mean, well, here's the thing. Uh, you were right about the gatekeeper thing because that's a light heavyweight. That's Murderer's Row right there. Right. So I mean, good luck. Beating Gustafson, DC, Glover, Teixeira, all those guys. Yeah, have a great time. Yeah. Yep. So, Dominic Reyes, if you can beat OSP, good luck to you. Good luck But I will say fight. it's thin. It's thin at the top. Yeah, because... You only got a couple guys. Yeah, you you only have to be lucky twice. I, I shouldn't say it like that, but honestly... Yeah, and, yeah. and it's delicate, honest. too. I mean, yeah. a lot of those guys might not be there in a year. Right. Like Glover... Definitely would be a we're nice. Getting, we're getting towards the end with him now. Like John yeah. Jones, who knows where he's gonna be? DC's got one year yeah. left. Like, yeah. uh, but like he's gonna retire like when he's face forty. Two, uh, Gator Chomp man, uh, Jacare, Jacare. Yeah, and those guys are popping left and right. So. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. All right, might well, be a sweet opportunity somewhere in there for Reyes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now El Kukui, Tony El Ferguson. Kukui. Tony Ferguson makes his triumphant return after knee surgery. With that horrible scar. Gosh, yeah, that's that's dude, a, it's a real one of the scar. Worst one, I just man. hope he is back. I just hope he is oh, back. That's dude. what the reports are. I did mean, you I don't know see, how much we can believe that. Did but. you see the videos of him doing all sorts of weird balancing stuff yeah. on like on upside down plyos boxes? Oh, stupid. Standing yeah. on the balancing ball. Yeah. Uh, Tony, throwing I'm, tennis I'm, balls. I'm gonna say it. I love Tony Ferguson. I love Tony Ferguson. Yep. He is one of the cringiest guys on Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram oh, really? ever. His his Instagram feed is just He's weird. So I don't gross. follow. He says like quasi inspirational things, but they're like a little bit. And then he always like, like worded not quite in a way that's like really inspiring. <laughs> yeah, like if you switch the words just a yeah, hair, yeah. this would be. And he, and he capitalizes every, every word, word on purpose. Oh, and then like he, it, he it's okay. like what he also he always says snap jitsu, snap jitsu, snap yeah. into it. But he's I'm a like, tenth planet guy, right? He's an yeah. Eddie Bravo jujitsu yeah. guy. So what is snap jitsu? I don't know what that is. I think that's his own. I don't know. Thing. Snap the limb. This is the, like I'm if he's sure. if he's a flat earther, I'm not surprised. He's not. Come on. He's he's but he's got that kind he's of He's got vein. that vibe. He's got that. Vibe. Where like where like he might just dig in on something like that. This is a guy <laughs> that was kicking like a lead pipe. That's dope. He was kicking a lead and he was kicking it hard. I was like, ugh. But um, that's cool. If he's healthy, this is a Showtime tough. Anthony Pettis. This is a great fight. It's a great. And this is a. It's a tough one for Anthony, Anthony if that's Pettis, the yeah. best 
if that's the best Tony that walks in there, that's a very, very long night for Anthony yep. Pettis, in my Don't opinion. Don't get darsed up. But Anthony Pettis has been looking great. Agreed. He's been sort of back to form. Agreed, but I, I don't know that we've seen his confidence come back to him like you like the old yeah. Showtime days. And I and I think that's what's played into the last couple fights. It's like, I don't think his head was right. Yeah. And, and it, but in for if you're trying to argue for Pettis, though, he's catching Ferguson at the best possible time. Because... Coming off an injury, yeah. long layoff. Because prior to this injury, if you just said Anthony Pettis versus Tony Ferguson, I'd be like, yeah, right. Good, good chance. Good night. luck. Yeah. Good night. Good night. And, and why? And Primarily because of the groundwork, right? I mean, groundwork. But but Ferguson is awkward enough on his feet. Yep. That it kind of screws up people's distance. Guys just don't look that great again. Like think um Barbosa. Like Barbosa was looking pretty good, mm-hmm. pretty good, pretty good. But but Tony's kind of got that zombie quality where he just sort of keeps throwing weird off balance yep. uppercuts. And he's very long. And he yeah. he he's he very is a long great. He, he's great at improvisation in the ring. Like he's not oh, scared yeah. to be in a he'll bad som- position. He's not scared to throw up. an awkward angle. Like mm. not, he just doesn't worry about that. He just rolls and yeah. rolls through it and then tries to find, and then finds himself in a spot where it's like, Oh, look where I'm at. This elbow reaches. Yeah. Like it just ends up there. And a couple of things that I had read. One is that Anthony Pettis has a problem with people that are super comfortable switching stances. And Tony Ferguson Uh-oh. is like equal. Yeah, equal on both sides. Like you don't, I don't even know what his favorite stance is. Right. Like he moves so back and forth. Yeah. I, this is a tough fight for Anthony Pettis, but I, I am excited to see it for the reasons that uh, you already stated. Which and it's a great time to catch him. Yeah. And it's a good. I think we we're seeing a good Anthony Pettis here, not the one you know the last three or or so but fights you, where he, now that's questionable. Yeah. And now that you've started reminding me of how good Tony Ferguson is, like. I remember the first time I ever saw someone roll out of a takedown oh, yeah. attempt. Yes, where he got like single legged, and the guy went to lift. He turned. And he turned. And he did yeah, like a somersaulted. Roll. Somersaulted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then and then I've never seen anyone as dangerous from the bottom with strikes with Elbows. strikes yeah. as Tony Ferguson in 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 yeah. in a not in in you know like an unconsequential way like like. He is vicious yeah. from the bottom to the point where guys are like surprised because the top of their head is slashed open. Like it's also a, his like they got in a knife fight or something. His limbs are so long, his elbows reach very easily. Like some guys might have to like, oh, wow, yeah, to pull in and then land it. Like he can just land it. Like it's a short punch. And he hits those anaconda chokes. It, it is a short Darce. punch for him. Darces and stuff because his arms are long and guys are shooting and he's catching and just like, good night. Yeah, very good at that. So. If he darces you up, it's over. Yeah, and I mean, so is this fight that we're looking at, is this, is whoever wins this, do they get the shot? Is that the Man, people that we're watching? I, I don't know. That division Why? is so stacked. First of all, let's back up a little bit. The The belt that's on the line is Tony's belt. Yes. That they stripped him of because he got injured. So the right. main card, the McGregor and the Norman Gomadoff, that is his belt that they took from him. If Ferguson wins, he has to get He's, the shot. He has yeah. to if, get the shot. But if Pettis wins, yeah, I don't. I mean, but why not? If Pettis I, wins, I, he has to get the shot too. Well, does he? But who who else could? Well, who else is a better opportunity, or so, what makes the most sense? Well, so all, the only reason I'm like, man, is because uh, remember GSP was like, oh, if I Connor 
I'll get to 155. It'll be easy. Like if GSP steps in and wants to fight yeah. Conor McGregor at 55 after this fight, yeah. they're, they're not going to not do that's that. A, that's almost a different question that yeah. I'm, at. I'm, you're, I'm you're talking about who's the fighting and deserves the opportunity more than Anthony Pettis if he beats Tony Ferguson. Let's look at the rankings. Hold on. Because, because Tony has a claim because he is the lineal champion. Yes. But then Anthony Pettis just beat that champion, so he has a claim that way. So you're saying which one holds more clout? I'm saying is there anybody else that you can think of anybody in that division else? besides Anthony Pettis, if he wins, should have the opportunity? His name is Nate Diaz, and he will what? save us all. No, the actual guy is Poirier. Poirier. There's an argument for that, yeah. That's also true. It, because if that fight's in the wind, I, I feel like they did that to pull... Poirier off of the shelf a little bit mm. and to keep him tied up some because you could make that this case is a, easy. Th- this is a five-horse race. You have Khabib, Connor, Poirier, and then Ferguson. you have Ferguson and, and to a certain argument, Pettis. And yeah. to a certain could argument, be an argument after this night. Nate Diaz, too. So you we'll think see. they'd try to make Anthony fight one more fight before he got a chance at it if he beats yeah. so, Tony so Ferguson? Look so look at the rankings. So um, Khabib... Connor, Tony Ferguson, Dustin Poirier, Eddie Alvarez, Kevin Lee, Edson Barbosa, oh, Justin we, Gaethje. We forgot about a bunch of people. Yeah, Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee, Justin Gaethje. Mm, I don't think Justin Gaethje like gets if, an opportunity over Pettis. Yeah. He's coming off a loss, right? No, a couple. win. He's coming off a win. No, no, no. He won, but he was coming off of a loss. Yeah, two, two. two, two losses. Yeah, man. Hmm. That division is super interesting. Yeah, and this but, fight is going to be so good. I'm I'm really looking forward to this fight. I want to see. First of all, I want to see Tony fight again. I mean, it's been so it. long since I've seen him in the ring, and he's so super comfortable in there. I just like I got, the guy. And I, got, I like his character too. I got Ferguson, in of course, this because me too. Yeah, you can't not. The, yeah. And the, and the reason is the ground. I think he's going to be able to get Pettis on the ground and he will outclass him on the ground. And I think Anthony Pettis has like a sub or two in his recent victories, mm-hmm. but he ain't Tony Ferguson on the ground. Right. Tony Ferguson he's, is elite. He's he's a 10th uh, planet. Is he black belt and 10th planet? I think so. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, like, but like Eddie, if, Eddie Bravo's in his camp. Yes. But if so, Pettis wins, you can't make the case for like, him jumping Poirier or Alvarez. I That's why like. I'm saying maybe he gets one more fight. Maybe he will yeah. fight like Gaethje. Because who's, who's Kevin Ke- Lee? Is Kevin Lee fighting anybody? No, not right now. Not any, why I don't know. Anywhere, so. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to think. Like I wouldn't even say that. I guess you could make the argument he jumps Gaethje. That's fine. You could make the argument he jumps Kevin Lee because Alvarez. Because yeah. uh, Kevin Fer- Lee lost Ferguson. Yeah, Ferguson. But he yeah. can't jump Eddie Alvarez. He can't jump Eddie Alvarez. Nope. And maybe he, can't jump Poirier. He should fight Eddie Alvarez. Yeah. Where where if is he wants Eddie to Alvarez? Get demolished. I mean, where does he fall in that? Uh, he's what? He's coming off a four? loss or a win? He he's, lost to uh to uh Poirier. Dustin Poirier. That was the last, last one. Didn't yeah, he? so I don't know if that's the same. I don't know. I don't know about that argument. Did he lose? He lost to Poirier in his last one, right? Is that right? My, my internet's all crapping out. I can't. I'm going to look it up right now. I think he lost to Alvarez. But hmm. because. Well, if Poirier, we had a computer, 
then we'd be able to look it up right now. We'll probably this is gonna be the first show that he's gonna have to edit all this dead air. No, no, no. I'm keeping it. This is a one take show. He beat the crap out of Alvarez. Yeah, Poirier beat the crap out of Alvarez. Dustin Poirier beat him. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's gonna be a good fight, and there is somebody out of this is gonna make their way to the to the belt. We forget he fought Eddie Alvarez to a draw first. And then that was the, the legal. That was the illegal knee. Yes, yep. hands and then down. In the rematch, tooled it. Schooled him, man. Yeah. Schooled him. Yeah. Good distance. Yeah. Picked his shots. The yeah. Underground king took a loss right there. But all of that is just leading to a fight that fight fans have been wanting for literally years, years. and years. Maybe not the matchup, but this is the kind of fight that yes. you. Well, have been no, looking no, no. for. Remember Even we, the matchup. We talked really? about Even we talked about matchup. MMA math yeah. uh, like a couple years ago yeah. at the actual lunch table mm-hmm. before this wildly successful podcast was conceived. Heard by millions the, of people around yeah, the world. Millions Thank of adoring you, everyone fans. for listening. Yeah. Millions of adoring you fans. You guys are the real heroes. Mom, I want to start with you. You've made us fabulously rich. Because you our have fans. to listen because I told it's, you you yeah. have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> on on but, two different devices. But remember, remember when uh when when this was first a thing, it was like who between it was like MMA math with the triangle of Khabib, Tony, and Connor. Right. Yes. We were like, right. what right. what cocktail does this happen? Because I was like, you know, I remember thinking like, I bet Tony beats Khabib, but Khabib beats Connor, Connor but I Connor think Connor beats, beats the, yeah. Tony. Yeah. yeah. But so we've been talking about some iteration of this for, for years. literally years. Literally years. But then Connor went and fought Floyd, and <sighs> then Tony got and hurt when they tried. Because yeah. you remember they made to make they tried to make uh, Khabib versus Tony like yes. four times, and then yep. Khabib uh, had the Khabib pulled out once, the then to- and then Tony, Tony got hurt, got injured. and then Tony got injured, and yeah. then they tried again, and. Uh, it was. I think they tried to make Khabib it three Khabib times. Got pulled for being for getting hurt trying to cut weight, right? Yeah, yeah. They put the day before. Yeah. yeah, they they tried it three times. Yeah, yeah. And the third Dana time, Dana said, "I'll never do it yeah. again. I'll the never third time try it was to make this all fight the way again. up to it." And then Tony slipped in a media interview and blew. Oh my god, this is. Uh, I love an opportunity inside. for Dana Whoa. Wade to eat his words. Oh yeah. If Tony Ferguson wins this and K- and Khabib wins and just uh, let me just I want to correct everybody here because I just learned this as well. Habib. 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 No K. Right. There's no K. Yeah, it's Habib. It's Habib. Habib. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so Khabib. Habib. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 it's so too Khabib. much. I put too much You put too much there. weight in it. Yeah. Uh, Khabib. If, he, if, if Habib beats Connor Khabib. and Tony beats Anthony, that fight has to happen. Hey, Dana. Dana. Gotta make the four fight. Four is a charm. Yeah, four is a charm, Well, but man. you were talking some mess that... that Khabib is going to retire? No, no, no. So no, no. I, I will talk that mess. I didn't say it, but that is what he said. That's what he said. He, he said wins this, he if, retires. If he beats Connor, that's soft. it for him, unless GSP comes down. Oh, that's to soft. Fight that's that's so, what he can't. said. I didn't hear that one. That's soft. That's what he said. Well, actually, that's not what Khabib said. What I heard was Khabib's trainer, dude, and uh, close friend. That guy, man. He. You can't. T- you can't. He pulls out of. Like so many fights, he doesn't fight for multiple years. He does all that, and then as soon as he gets it, he's gonna. Vac- dip. I don't Can't. like that. That doesn't. That doesn't. Yeah. Sit right. 
And if he was right in front of me, I wouldn't say anything. No, no, like obvious, this. obviously not. <laughs> but no way. But just from the outside, well, you'd ask like, him. He'd be like, "What? What? Yeah, what's going on? What is happening?" You're like, "Oh yeah, that's a good decision." You got like to me. Well, I don't know what his motivation is. To like, me, you've is got this, a chance. He, he to just be, wants that, and then he's done. He's proved it to himself, and then I he guess. wants to go live his quiet life with his. You know, he but, still lives with his parents, right? Yeah. And his, awesome. and his wife and his, and kid. his kid. Is that like a Dagestani thing? Is that like I don't a, know if it's specific to Dagestan, but that's definitely him. Huh. His parents don't live with him? He lives with I them? Th- no, I think he lives with them as he always has. Hmm. I mean, yeah. he is, Saving money, I guess. He is very devout. My parents still pay my cell phone bills. So I don't, <laughs> don't want to get into that. <laughs> I don't want to get into that. But Shout out, uh, Mom. Throwback. All right, let's, let's get into this fight a little bit. Okay. With the, like really what we think is going to happen. The predictions so, here. Initially, I had thought that it would be if Khabib gets a takedown, he wins. If Connor lands the left, he wins. Now, right. I am thinking this fight is going to be a dog fight. Five rounds. I think it's, decision at the end. I think it's really go that way. I think it. It might. Wow. You I, are literally the first person I've ever heard. So wow. it might. It might not go the five rounds for decision. But I think it's gonna be. It's not gonna be as quick, and it's not gonna be as one-sided as people are. A picturing. lot of people are saying it will be quick, only because one of those guys is going to get his get the game in his court, yeah. and you, the other person's not getting out. I don't know if I agree with that, but I can see that happening. Yep. You can see this becoming just a complete uh, overpowering from Connor's hands because Khabib can't get that takedown immediately, or Khabib forces that takedown. And Connor cannot get him off of him. I mean, that's and and I think that's what most people are thinking. If Khabib lands that takedown and gets him down, I it's hard for me to imagine Connor getting back up. He had a hard time with Nate Diaz. He got up with uh, uh, Mendez. He got up with Mendez, and Mendez is pretty high level. But that was like on what, like what, three, four days notice or something. I, like I don't that? like that argument though. It, it doesn't only matter how many days when you're watching the fight. I mean, he is getting put plus, on his plus. Back. That's Connor cutting to forty five. Oh, yeah. So depleted. Yeah, and do you remember what he looked like weigh in days Dude, when he, he was cutting? Like oh, I remember. He yeah, like a freaking skeleton. skeleton man. Is that why they don't show us oh, weigh in day so anymore? Gross. Because it's so ridiculous. They, they air from, it. You can watch people's Twitter feed. They'll live, YouTube. They'll live stream. It's on YouTube. Gotcha. It's on yeah. YouTube. But they want people to watch the ones where they're, you know, hydrated. Oh, they're yeah. rehydrated. Looking yeah. ripped. But even those, even the ceremonial ones, do you remember yeah. him when he was first like, ah, you yeah. know, that famous one? Mm-hmm. You're like, He what? looks like a, he, it's gross. It's His gross. skin He's looks so thin, like yeah. paper His cheeks. thin. Yeah. His cheeks were all sunken. Okay. But yeah, I think it's going to be, I, I think it's the round one. I feel like it's going to be a very like feel out thing. Because Connor is coming off of a long ass layover, and Khabib has fought three times in the last month, so there's no ring rust on him. Yeah. So, so if anyone's gonna push the action, I feel like Khabib will just go for it, and it's just gonna be a right. long thing. And but at the same time, I don't think Connor is gonna be unprepared for this fight. So I think it's agreed. I think it's gonna be longer than what people imagine. I do see a scenario where Khabib has difficulty putting Connor down on his back, right? Khabib needs the fence. Mm. He needs the fence to put a guy down. He's not the best takedown artist. What he is, Khabib. though, is a master. You're saying once Khabib's you're, not. Khabib is yeah, not, a, yes. he's not a great takedown artist. But once he has you down, you're, that's it's where over. his real art comes in. Smash. You, He just starts taking things away yeah. from you that you never get back. Yep. 
if he can't get Connor up against that fence, and Connor's feet are one of his most impressive things, man. I don't know if you're going to be able to get him, get that ring cut off while he's throwing his left hand at you and think you can close the space and push him up against the fence. So I think Khabib has a real challenge here. He is also, his style is to walk through those punches to get to somebody so he Mm -hmm. can put his hands on him and put him on the ground. That is not the best strategy with with Conor Conor McGregor. So so I agree that I think it's going to be longer than people think, but I don't think we're going to see five rounds because I, I see a lot of what you were just describing. I think the first round is 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 a feel out. But but so there's a couple things. So Khabib is not a great takedown artist, and he walks through punches. And Connor is wide. He lets his leg hang out there. He likes to stand wide. His hands are out, and I just think he's in a good position to stuff, stuff. a lot of what. And and he and you he, see it. You can look at his fights and see how well he does stuff yeah, and take Con- down. And Connor is no dummy. What do you think he's been training? You think he's been training strike? No, come on. You know he's his hands you are know good he's training takedown defense. Yep. You know he's been training on the ground. So I'm not saying that he's going to have made huge leaps and bounds, but right. but, but not, he only needs that one skill. But he not only being, needs that one skill to elevate. And not, and you know what they always say is like if you're constantly in fight camps, you're not ever learning anything. Hmm. You're just focused on staying in shape. So having that time off, to me, I think you're foolish if you think he wasn't in the lab. I think he was in the lab and I think he was training. And and because he's so good at social media, he's so good at this stuff. Like, I don't think he's showing his cards. I don't think he. And he didn't do any media outside of the so, official UFC press conference. So, how, what I actually think is going to happen is they're going to come out, and we see this every time with Connor, where people have a tougher time gauging distance against him. And I think part of it is because his hands are way floating out in front of him. Mm-hmm. He stands real wide. He moves laterally very well. He's and big. He's, he's looking for that distance yeah. too. And with those hands out there, you can throw a yeah. hand and if he can feel it, right. He that knows. Fr- and he will hand, find that distance that first. Front hand, he's reaching, he's kind of pawing for distance. And then he knows he's got those two quick steps. Right. And he's, now he's too deep, and, and he's you're going to catch that. And he's left good hand. at retreating fast, very good, keeping himself in a striking position. Yeah. So what what I actually think is going to happen is I think Khabib's going to get cracked early. Hmm. I think he's going to get hit early, and feel the hands and sort of be like, shit. and then cover his head, and he's going to and just going to bulldoze his way into that. But I think, but I think you might see a more hesitant. Khabib at mm. first because I think he's going to feel the power a little bit. Right. I think he's going to feel the power a little bit and then he's going to remember that connor has got a weak gas tank. So I think he's going to get a little bit more picky and choosy with he when thinks he's he can throwing. outlast him. Because he thinks he can outlast him. So I think you'll maybe just see some pressure yeah. but not selling out for that stuff early. And then, and then I think I think he might actually get him to the ground because with the Mendez thing he held him and was beating him up for like a full round. Yeah, that was... I, I think he might catch the takedown at some point but i think a round is going to stand them up and then i and then i think maybe second third round that kind of thing i just think at some point connor's going to find the home for it you think connor's going to crack him and and i think you'll get a tko and then khabib is like i'm gonna i'm gonna outgas him and i'm just gonna push i'm just gonna push through now I like see that's like, why i think it's exactly what you're saying is that's why i think it's going to be a little bit more of a war than like a Jose Aldo situation course, where yeah. it was just like a clean finish. Yeah. It might not be as clean, but like people are saying like, oh, he's going to find that left hand. Dude, I don't care what you say. Boxing is not like MMA and the lab is not like the octagon. So he does have rust. 
and he's Khabib, gonna. And Khabib is bigger than him. And Khabib is bigger and heavier. And yeah. he's fought three times in the last nine months and hasn't taken all that. But, well, Poirier with but the what Poirier I forgot, fight was. But like fight. when you go back, watch um, watch Khabib fight Michael Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm. He almost got knocked out. That's yeah. true too. Yeah. He almost got knocked out. Yeah. So you're thinking Chin is suspect. I don't think it's suspect. I just don't think it's granite. He's not Nate Diaz. So like, the like, right shot will put him out. I think the right shot will put him down at least. A Celtic cross. <laughs> a Celtic yeah. cross. That's insane. <laughs> Did you just make that up? No, man. You heard that? <laughs> the Celtic cross. The Celtic cross. I, I, I just, I, I think Khabib will have his chances, but he doesn't end guys. He's not, you're right. He's, he's like, smash. He's smash. He mold. Yeah. I will yeah. mold you. Yeah, but I, I but think when you hold these guys up against each other, there's more improvement I think that needs to take place on Habib's side than on Connor's side. Connor only needs to sharpen that takedown defense skill set, and then all of his other areas are stronger than Khabib. Mm. If Khabib, he can't stand with him, Khabib can't close or maintain distance. He won't be able to do that. If you put him up on the fence, that might be that might be a Khabib win but i think that's gonna be extremely difficult to put connor up against the fence but on the ground. connor just needs to ground. stop he just needs to stop that and and he's shown the ability to get up too i don't think yeah. that and, and he and will survive. suffer some of the things that other people do where they get down to the ground they can't get up and just survive guy. all he has yeah. to do is survive he's brilliant these rounds. for as good as he is at not getting hit in the head like he's he doesn't, yeah. he's had a lot of fights and does not get hit that much and and the the, the other thing too is like Connor at 45 was throwing cinder blocks at people's heads. I mean, him at 45 was a joke com- from a power standpoint. 55, from 55, it's a little different. He's knocking people out, but it's not... Um, it's like when he fought Eddie Alvarez. When he fought Alvarez. It's not one punch. It's accumulation. It. Bloop. Yeah. But what was impressive about that and about Diaz too was his patience. He gets the knockdown, but he's not rushing in. He understands. And that's mm. kind of what I see in the first round where he might clip Khabib. And then he's early. Like, oh, I got gonna, it. But he's gonna like boop. Yep. Pull back. Let Look my, for that let, same hole that yeah. I saw then. Let my let tank the replenish. Sink yeah. In, yeah. All that stuff. Really yeah. exploit whatever mistake was made. Because Khabib and Daniel Cormier do that same kind of punching, yeah. where they just sort of like they're flat-footed and they kind of bounce uh, their hands and then they duck their head and then they and overhand loop a, and loop a punch just to close distance, and that shit doesn't work when you got a guy throwing freaking sniper rifles down the pipe that right down the middle but how sharp is that and and well uh, right and that's that's what we're gonna find out right here because Because what was tough what was tough about nate was nate was bigger taller too so bigger advantage but but the height Mm -hmm. you're not you're not throwing downhill anymore you've got a guy who's a boxer whose head is up whose head is up tall who's got lateral movement you, you know and so the angles just aren't the same but khabib is hunched over you know, like he's compact, yeah. like so a resident. He's actually, the head. he's actually taller. Khabib, yeah, Khabib Hobby. is taller, like, like one inch. Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that, and they don't fight like that. And I mean, like how many times do you see the like, you know, yeah, like, like back. You up, can't, you can't do that head. on a podcast. You I'm can't showing you guys. I'm showing you guys. You can't yeah, we got stand. I'm hype, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the so, thing. Khabib is taller, but doesn't fight tall. Yeah. Connor is shorter, but he has a longer reach and he, and he fights, fights tall. Long. So, yeah. but I also think, I also think that if 
I think actually the best course of action for Khabib would be to do like what we were saying for Derek Lewis. I actually think just burn he, it. he should just bet on his gas tank early and he should just burn the candle from both sides and come out like a maniac. And try to smish. And just try and pin him up against the fence the at sh- all costs, yeah. drag him be down. Be less predictable. Be, because, bum rush him, swing, push. Because you know, you know what made me what it made me think of was yeah. um remember us talking about Tyron Woodley and Darren mm. Till? And what did Tyron what did Tyron Woodley do? He changed up everything. He got in his face through punches, level change, punch, level change. And, and actually, and in, in the beginning of that fight, Darren Till came out. He was like loosey-goosey trying to in feel the beginning. It, trying to feel it. And then instantly, boom. Yeah. He was into fight, like super aggressive. And so I think, yeah. I and mean, like I think Khabib, Khabib really has a chance to, to, to not even let Connor get his bearings because connor likes to you know get yeah. himself set. he always throws that like weird like roundhouse kick or like yeah. some fancy just to, but, you know but it's a t- but it's a tough prospect because you will definitely look like an idiot for a little bit mm. because if you're just coming out rushing you're gonna swing and miss you're gonna look off balance yeah. but mm-hmm. i would be like i'm just gonna bet on my gas tank and i'm gonna bet on my skills on the ground and i'm just gonna sell out from the first second to get close to get close and to drag him down and then once we're on the ground, I'm going to throw hard and loose, betting that my ground game is so much better than his that even if I'm loose with position, yeah. even if I'm loose with whatever, I'm just going to accumulate damage and bet that his gas tank won't hold. And, if, and once he's underneath will, me, then yeah. I can relax and, and if, recover. Because if he comes out like that, I think Connor has no chance. It, yeah, exactly. What I was about to say, wow. if that happens, if yeah. he lands that bum rush and... Takes him to the ground. They're not sweaty. He has full yeah. grip. That's what I'm it's, saying. Yeah. It's a wrap for him. I, what needs, I like about this fight that is space. that you you can see this going a million know, different know, ways, and, and you can't so really choose. I mean, they are both capable of winning this thing. Is there any uh, discussion necessary about the elements outside of the ring that that feed into this fight. Oh, like, you mean is I mean, Khabib going to make weight? No. Well, yeah, that's, yes. that's definitely one, but I'm talking about something even even broader, which is Conor McGregor has gotten stupid Jay-Z rich over the last 2 years and like not, maybe not focused on fighting as much. I actually don't think that that mm. am I am I off base? No, I don't think that that is He's got to be a, it's got to be distracting. He's got a promotions company. He's yeah. just dropped his uh proper his, 12. Uh, his proper 12. But I think liquor. but I think what we've seen from him is calculated and smart. It seems like he negotiated less media for this. They haven't done Agreed. any I, I think I even heard They haven't done that any was part media of the agreement. They haven't done anything. It's one of the things he hates about the UFC. Remember so, that was one of the things he was trying to avoid and before so to, and they were giving him yeah. a lot of grief for not showing up at a press conference. Because to me that's sort of what we've seen is probably he realizes that and he kind of shut it down a little bit. Hermit style. Yeah and and yeah. and has gone But but what I actually what I thought you were going to say was like so he gets he gets to people mentally before the fight even starts. I don't think he, he doesn't have that opportunity here. I don't think. I don't think he gets to Khabib. But what I think you saw with Alvarez is I don't think he got to Eddie Alvarez. But what I think happens is that he puts so much pressure on them, and everyone's like, "Oh, they're gonna come out like Aldo, just mad and yeah. get hit." But what I think happens instead is that guys are like, "Guys are like, I'm not gonna be mad. You're not gonna draw me into I'm this. I'm gonna come in here calm, just yeah. gonna vibe my way out, mm-hmm. and that's." 
that's also what serves him well because then that gives him a chance to feel the crowd, feel his distance, line up that stuff, get a little bit of range finding with that front hand. And so, so both of those things have you reacting to McGregor. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to come out angry, or I am going to come out angry, or like... It know. still plays into yeah. his benefit. and that's why Khabib, to me, if you came out like a... Like, that would be the last thing I think McGregor's camp would be expecting, yeah. is you to sell out on a finish. And then right. what did... what did uh, You were talking about the press conference, about Khabib. Oh, yeah, just before I got here, I saw uh, that Khabib left the press conference... Because Connor was late and he just wasn't tolerating that, so he got up and left the press I like conference that before Connor. I like that move. That's a great. Well, move. we saw uh, uh, like when Rose Rose Namajunas fought Yoanni and Jacek. Yoanni mm. was talking all that shit. She was talking all Jeez. that shit, and Rose was literally just staring at her, dead in the face, emotionless, reciting the Lord's Prayer. Yeah, like that, like, like a horror movie. Like a horror movie. Yeah, just stone facing her. So I think that's kind of the approach to Connor is like, just don't even be here for yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Or or if it's true to you, like it, it's true to Nate Diaz. Yeah. Well, that's his. That's his. He's not. That's not an act. The yeah. Nate Diaz thing is not an act. And the Khabib thing is not really an act. I. And I think I'm gonna call. I think Khabib's gonna get him. You do. I really think so. Um. And I think. More than anything. It's, it's that. He has fought three times in the last nine months. There's no rust on him. And and just all he needs is... It, it, I mean, it's so tough for me to say it because it goes both ways. But if Connor needs just one chance or maybe a couple chances to land the left, but if Khabib gets him early on, no sweat early on in a round, I think he can finish him on the ground. Khabib's favored in this fight. Yeah. Connor's the underdog. Yeah. yeah. I think that's right. I do he too. Has to be. I do too. He has to be. I mean, the the ground fighter in me, the heart, wants Khabib to win this to prove a point. Mm. But um, but it's it's hard to not root for Conor McGregor, who is so impressive. He, I do it all the time too. I'm always like, wow, this is the time. This is the fight right here. This one's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. And, I, yeah. and then it, it just I, doesn't. So so to me, kind of like Tyron. I'm I'm picking Conor. <laughs> I'm picking Conor, and I'm rooting for Conor. And it's yeah. like, oh, how can you root for Tiger? How can you root for Kobe? How can you root for all? And it's like, yeah, they're the best. I don't know. They're the best. They're they're the best. best. They got the best personality. Yeah. It's more fun to so root Tim, for them. So, Tim, you're going with Connor also? I'm going to I'm gonna officially say... If we were going to put I'm gonna money... Say, yeah, if I put money on it, I would put it on Connor. Ooh. I would. I, I would Should because I wait, think the things that... Side wager? I think well, that wager. Habib has the bigger improvement to make. To, to win this fight he's got to be better at one of the things i've already said closing the distance getting him up against the cage he's not great at taking somebody down and people who are great at taking people down have gotten connor down but if you're not great you may not get that opportunity yeah. i just think there's just too too big a uh a, a gap yeah. for him to to improve across to to win this fight and i think connor only needs to stop that takedown and if he can do that then it's already in his world he's already got the tools he's already sharper with the hands he's not going to get hit as much and then he would be able to go five rounds which i don't think it would take if he's if he's not getting taken down it's just a matter of time before he clips him enough times that he goes to sleep and 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 to me we just talked about the weight kind of thing like khabib cuts a lot of weight that's another and is in bad shape and he hasn't fought 
someone with the power like Connor, mm-hmm. and we've almost seen him get knocked out at this weight class. And to me, it's like it's like one guy's coming to a fight with a finishing move, and the other guy's not. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and and it's like I, I just. I just feel like I have to put my weight in the guy with a finishing. I get that. Well, I mean, it's not a finishing move, but mauling and smashing does end the fight. Yeah, and I, I mean, but, but that, but that's that's sort of um, that's more of a will thing. That's more of an intangible thing, right? Like guys can push through that, right? Like you, you, Rory McDonald is the best example, where like Oof. mechanical damage is irrelevant to a guy like him, right? He would just push through literally anything until it's not humanly possible anymore. I just kind of I, I don't see Connor in that position. I can't I mean, see Connor folded up every time taking yeah. unprotected shots to the face because Khabib has wrapped your protection arm up with his leg and he's got free shots to your skull. I, I just I can see that. Not that guy. I can see you that. Can see that. I can no, see that, but I don't. No, no. But I don't I see him tapping and being like, "Oh, yeah. I fucked up. Let me get another chance later." I fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're saying you think he would be out of it before he ever got into that position? No, I, I'm saying that if Connor gets folded up and is catching those punches like that and gets his that protection arm pulled away, which is exactly what uh, Habib will do. Yeah, he did it to Michael. And Johnson. you're yeah. you're catching ten shots. Even if Connor doesn't stop it, which I think he would, uh, the, the ref's ref going to stop that. Yeah, the ref yeah. will stop that. Unprotect, not able to protect yourself on the ground. Connor does not look good. I no, can he see doesn't. him in a crucifix just getting hammered. We've yeah, seen 100%. It. I can see it in my mind, but but what I think what I think people excuse from Khabib is that he is not good on his feet. Hmm. He's not like kind of good on his feet and 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 he like uh yeah. and he like augments it with the threat of a takedown or so. it's not that. Yeah. He's, he's he's just not good on his feet, but he is confident in his chin and he just walks through stuff. Yeah. He's like, and to me, you the, see it with DC, Daniel. The DC parallel is very, yeah. very good because, well, they both train at AKA together. And here's what I heard. Um, DC said, uh, no one takes him down. Right. No one takes Khabib. Khabib down. I believe that. And he doesn't lose wrestling rounds ever. ever. I heard that too. Yeah. And that's fine because it's not a wrestling match. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, that's a little anecdote, but but like, remember, remember when no one takes DC down, and then Jones did it twice. Well, Jones, and then remember when no one knocks Cormier out. That that, you're also making a weird comparison because now you're kind of making. uh, I don't. I, I don't think you can make that comparison with John Jones. John Jones is arguably maybe the best one. But I think you have a I think you have a diverse striker versus a, a, yep. a, a, a prestigious yeah. yeah a wrestler. wrestler yep and I think you have a carbon copy at a lower weight well that's why I think you have to uh, my money has to go on Connor although my heart is going to be with Khabib I'm going to want him to do that see it's funny if I was if if someone was making me bet like all the money I have which You'd is put like it on nothing Khabib. I would probably put it on Khabib but I'm going to be rooting for. And and for the purposes of a podcast where all of my money isn't at stake, right. I'm I'm picking okay. Connor. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that because too. to me because yep. to me because to me uh, Vegas isn't dumb. They and know. Vegas sees the same stuff we see, and it's very very easy to to see the Mendez fight in the Happening first couple rounds again. and then switch out Mendez for Khabib, a better wrestler, and, and then it gets real terrifying with with a tank with a gas with a tank. taller with a full with gas a taller, tank, yeah. stronger. 
without you know who, do, who doesn't gas. Yeah, right. it's not even like Habib he's got a gas, gas tank and it depletes. He just doesn't have the thing where it runs out. So, and that's why that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, if he comes out in the first round, gets in his face, and just pushes the action and bets on bets on himself, himself. right? Like, I'm gonna be in bad situations and I'm gonna look dumb, but like I don't really care because eventually I'm gonna win. I'm gonna get this done. Yeah. But I just don't see that. I feel like he's gonna like he's gonna try and show that he has head movement. I think oh, he's gonna no. try and show. Oh, that's Please, the wrong no. move. Yeah. I bet. He, I bet. Hey. Don't don't put new skills on display I in bet, this fight. I bet you're gonna see him f- like timeout. Like like do some head. Like, are you coming on Saturday? Are you coming you to watch this fight? Yeah, I'll have Tim's. it on. I'll have it on the TV. I don't know if it's going to be a uh, high definition or standard definition. I'll make that decision. I will. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I will I'm pay the Espan- difference. Espanol, <laughs> Espanol broadcast. Are we going to have to set up a VPN? No, if, I and people, do some if I have people over, I'll, I'll buy the HD. Right, yeah, right. I'm, I'm a standard deaf guy. Okay, so we got to wrap this up. Yep. Hey, you, uh, just could I get one thing in? Absolutely. Uh, only because it's relevant. It's kind of a tribute slash plug that I wanted to give, only because uh, I think it's relevant to what we're doing here. Uh, Joe Rogan. If you don't know who Joe Rogan is, and you should if you're listening to this or you're following MMA, he's a spokesperson for uh, on it. for uh, y- no oh, UFC. So. But he's also a <laughs> legitimate <laughs> black belt under Eddie Bravo. Uh, he is probably the grandfather of all podcasts. We are not doing this unless he did his oh, podcast absolutely. first. Like, yeah. I want to grow up and be Joe and Rogan. I really forgot until last night when I watched his latest stand-up on Netflix. He is one hell of a comedian as well. Yep. And that show was really good. He's got one out there. I think it's called Strange Times. Strange Times. And also Trigger. Man, that was, was so, that was so good that. last night. And he's just, I mean, as a person, I, I, I really admire him. He's He yeah. does this. He interviews tons of solid people. I think you're going down that same avenue with, the, with what you're doing. But still walks through it with like a, a child's wonderment about mm. what it is. You know, but very smart, very you know yeah. philosophical about what we, he's doing. We, Just a, a great, great. I think people I sleep think. on how how much he is responsible for the growth of the UFC. Oh yeah, because if yeah. you didn't have that a, rela- a relatable guy yep. on the broadcast mm-hmm. that can say things to you in a way that contextualizes what is ha- actually happening right now, like I learned more about jujitsu from him yep. than anybody. Because when I first started watching, I was like. Whoa, why are they on? like why are they is, hugging yep are, yeah and you're right he was the first one he was with what goldberg who was yeah mike yeah. goldberg mike goldberg yeah who's at bellator if you listen to those first couple mike has no clue he what's has going no idea. on he has no idea what's going on if joe wasn't there you wouldn't have any clue what yeah. was going on well he know? did the first like several ufcs he was yep. on for free he was a friend of dana white and dana was like hey, you want to Commented and he did them for free. He's like, Yeah, just give me some tickets for some friends. And then, right. So, yeah. anyway, tribute slash plug to Joe, Joe Rogan. You're my hero. He you're listens our to heroes. This. All right. So, uh, UFC sh- 229. I'm sure we'll get him on the podcast. And I've been following that dude since uh, Fear Factor Radio. Oh, News Radio. Radio. Oh, Good for you. Radio, bro. Good for you. I had to Google that. No did joke. you? Yep. Oh, yeah. I love that Didn't show. Didn't know what it was. All right. So, uh, I guess that's it. Yeah, let's uh, let's wrap it up because I want to get wanna, excited. Yeah, All right. man, it's this is going to be a if you're great, not excited weekend. This get is, excited. Okay, so if you're gonna buy a fight, this is the fight to buy, and then also the one in December. But this could have been this could have been a hundred dollar uh, pay per view. I would have bought it 
Easy. I would have bought it, but my rich friend Tim is buying it, so I don't have to buy yes. it. Yes. Uh, UFC 229, Khabib versus Conor McGregor, Saturday, October 6th. It's going to be a barn burn. Oh, it's been so long. So Here awesome. It is. And this was great. It's yeah, been well, a while, and we're back. We broke the card down. and uh, We'll see you on the next it. card, right? That's it. See ya. Bye. And that's it. Episode, what is this? What episode is this? Five? Five, six, five. Five. Um, really, we said it in the podcast, but if you're not excited for this fight... You're not a human being with a pulse, and I feel bad for you. So we're excited. Thank you for listening. See ya.